This is Flyperbole with Steve Jacot and Craig Forsyth. Pafaloon is using his quarantine to finally embrace his destiny and learn how to make fat balloon animals. Uh, Steve, could you go a whole entire year without sports? 12 calendar months. 12 calendar months. I. That sounds terrible. I, I'm no, not sure I could. Worst. I mean, it, it's hard to say. Uh, I, it do, it's not preferable. I would say that much. It's, it's pretty boring. Like I've been getting together on doing these like Google hangout happy hour kind of things. These like zoom happy hour things with uh, a couple of friends of mine. And usually we just talk about sports and we get on and we're drinking beers and we're like, so there's no sports. Could use some sports right now. Yeah. <laughs> that seems like a very big sports setting. Typically I'd be enjoying sports right now and talking about sports while drinking these beers. But what, what, what do men have to talk to each other about without I sports? I don't, I don't know. I'm not ready to start doing the whole feelings thing. So we'll yeah. have to figure out something else. Yeah. Only I think way. we chopping wood. There's still that drinking beers. Like you said, is still out there uh, talking about beards. I don't know. We'll figure it mm, out. Beard maintenance time. is a, a, a hot topic. It, it always is. Yeah. Uh, and then um, I don't know, but we might have a, according. This is a how's it hanging. How's it? Hang- <laughs> I mean, you can talk about that. Wait, yeah. Well, anyway, the L.A. mayor, I'm asking this, Steve, because apparently the L.A. mayor, uh, Eric Garcetta, says that large gatherings such as sports games and concerts may not happen again until 2021. So, again, only one person has thrown it out there. But, uh, you know, we're about a month into this now. And uh, we're already losing our uh, shit. Like society as a whole is basically (laughs) broken down into just sobbing people on YouTube going, why can't I do anything with my friends? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's people are already losing their minds with uh, not being able to do anything. So and we are again, I think we are just past a month now of being in quarantine. So it could get a little dicey. I will say if we are doing this again this time next year or a couple months from now, I think people are going to start getting some ideas and we won't have to keep going through, uh, you know, watching old. I think they had the 2018 WNBA postseason on ESPN tonight. So, you know, we won't have to keep delving back in the past seasons of uh, sports. We can actually watch live sports sometime soon, I think. I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) Uh, may I clarify, by the way, we were just making fun of the fact that, that men only talk sports. I was not insinuating that oh, men yeah. do not watch sports, because I am fully aware, especially on my goddamn blog, that men <laughs> watch sports. I, I just want to make this clear for everybody. Yeah, and also, I do want to clarify that that was Steve that said that. So, yes. when the reckoning does happen, uh, I was not involved. So, that was... The reckoning. The, <laughs> I'm just, just going to back The reckoning it. should happen any day for me now. It's it's just a matter of <laughs> minutes at this point. It's, I was big going off of, we're pretty much as big dumb idiots, and there's nothing else for us to talk about without sports. That's what I was going off of. So, honestly, though, I feel like if they can do the crowdless sports... That'll be fine for people. Like I think they, it will be. Yeah. They just televise something. That's so. That was another thing. That was um, <laughs> Doctor Fauci. Uh, Fauci. We literally. Fauci. I know. I know. That's we why literally, like, people. <laughs> I need to tell you. Before this show started, we've been podcasting for only a few minutes at this point. We literally <laughs> just went over this. Craig went. How do you pronounce this name? And I said, I'm pretty sure. It's I've Fauci. seen it all the time. I'm pretty sure it's Fauci, but let's go on and we can use this little device. It's called Google to find out how to pronounce it. And I put in Fauci pronunciation and I found a YouTube video that I was laughing at. That was, it's, it just said, Dr. Fauci, Dr. Fauci. And, and I, I had Craig listen to it like 12 times and Craig still said it wrong. Now, in my defense, 
I don't really, you know, that's me. That's fine. I don't care. That's all me. But yeah, Dr. Fauci uh, sees a path. Yeah, I'm just going to keep moving on. I'm not gonna oh, this Dr. Go. Fawcett came out here. <laughs> Dr. Uh, yeah, Dr. Fauci sees a path for sports possibly returning in the next few months. This is based off of uh, he was doing a show on Snapchat. Apparently that's a thing. I don't know. I'm fucking, I'm out of it. Too old. Uh, Snapchat's Good Luck America. Uh, he said, he was asked about whether or not the college football season would happen in 2020. And he said, quote, uh, it could happen. Nobody comes to the stadiums. They put athletes in big hotels, wherever you want to play. Keep them very well surveilled, but have them tested like every week and make sure they don't wind up infecting each other or their families and just, just let them play the season out. So at this point, I'm fine with it. And I mean, yeah, I, I'm that's... still laughing about the thought of Dr. Fauci on Snapchat. I think about a Snapchat star. I think of Dr. Fauci. <laughs> that's what I mean. I'm like, I, I didn't even know they were doing shows on Snapchat. So that shows you how now let's look out of the loop. I let's am. look here at the top five Kylie Jenner videos. <laughs> <laughs> but that uh, I mean, at this point. I, that kind of sounds like what the league was kicking around a little bit. Like last week when we were talking about hold the playoffs in August and then they have like one city where every playoff team is playing in and then they play the games all day long. And then, you know, the players are just in these secluded areas with just other players and they're not, there's no chance they can catch it or spread it, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. And it's but, funny, like a month ago, I was out there going, oh, it's weird. I don't think I want that. Why even play? And now I'm like, yes, just do it. Yeah, just I do mean, it. especially now, because I think now we realize that may be the only logical way they could even conclude the season and playoffs if they wanted to. I, I mean, I still think it's very much up in the air. I think Daly came out this week and said that they're, you know, the gravity of the situation, realizing that there's a possibility they're not going to finish the regular season is setting in. So it sounds like the league is starting to pick up on the realization that shit we may not get the regular season done which again all things considered everybody but the league is accepting yeah like everybody point. has accepted that and again speaking of the league not really just coming out and finishing it uh they pushed back the 12th quarantine day to april 30th again this is a deadline we've been talking about for a while we've talked about it before it got pushed back to the 15th the original date before that was april 4th and then before that i believe the first quarantine date they set out when the league was paused was march 27th so this is now the fourth different date they've given us since the league stopped playing a little over a month ago so i really like it's just going to keep getting pushed back like this isn't the last deadline yeah you do do we all think the players are going to be done self-quarantining on april 30th like what are we doing why not just right. <laughs> just keep pushing it? Like just uh, just at least cancel the regular season. This is an NHL special right here. This is, yeah, this kind of is a NHL yeah special. So uh, that uh, let's see what was some of the other stuff. Okay, so it has been officially over a month now since we've seen Flyers hockey. Uh, their last game was that two zero loss to the Bruins on March tenth, and now we are April sixth. So just over a month. Uh, Bettman. Did also acknowledge something we were kicking around for a while, that the league would need a training camp. I uh, said that they would need a two- to three-week training camp if they do return, and it's still possible that if they do return and finish out the games, that the start of the 2020-21 season could be pushed back to November. Uh, and then makes all, sense to me. Yeah, that makes yeah, it makes fun. And then, honestly, that's just, it just I think that's what's going to happen one way or another. If they're going to finish these playoffs, I, I don't. there's no way that season is going to start on time next season no. and also that leads us to another point uh, some players seem like the season isn't going to return one of those is drew dowdy uh said he never felt great during the 2016-17 season at the world cup of hockey and said this return would be similar which which it would be because i mean that's you're pretty much plopping this the playoffs around the same time that the world cup of hockey will be playing or like the awkward setting of before a whole regular season and after the end of another one it's not like the olympics so uh i think that's drew dowdy's skeptical because he's his season's not continuing regardless <laughs> yeah drew dowdy just doesn't want to watch any more hockey this year that's what yeah. it comes down to he's yeah. done with it <laughs> he's that checked team was out. hot fried ass he's good yeah he's like i got my two cups these these fuckers don't need to play so and then uh and then i like this and steve you you pointed this out and i thought we could make i had a good it. chuckle over this one yeah, because I, I just, I love, I, I don't know what they're thinking, but uh, Artemi Panarin thinks the uh, Rangers should be in the playoffs if the season resumes. Uh, via TFN. <laughs> hey, let's sure. laugh at the fuck, yeah. Okay, okay yeah, sure. Brad, man. 
Okay, okay, all right. Yeah, okay. So, uh, via DSN, I am waiting to be told something definite. But if we play, it would be unfair if the Rangers don't have the chance to be in the playoffs. If the NHL goes straight to the playoffs, the Rangers deserve to be there. So and just Aaron would case... go on to say that <laughs> because I play for the New York Rangers. Also, the New York Rangers play in Madison Square Garden, which, as we know, is one of the most, the most historic stadiums in America, if not the world. Ergo, vis-a-vis, Breadman needs to play, baby. Yeah, that's right. I was going to say the one the world world renowned uh, arena slash train stations needs to be a venue in the playoffs. You you always need that going on. So, uh, but also the smell of urine can only (laughs) you can't replicate that. I mean, it also in case everybody forgot about the standings, you know, the things that usually determine how teams get into the postseason because it's been over a month. Uh, Rangers were the second team currently sitting outside the final wild card spot, uh, and they've played 70 games, and most of the teams in front of them, I think the, uh, the Hurricanes have also played 70 games. But the Islanders, the Blue Jackets, Penguins, um, uh, Flyers and Caps have all played under 70 games. They've all, all played less and have more points than the Rangers. Also, if they did the 68-game rollback thing that we talked about last week, the Rangers would be four points out. So pretty much Panarin's just like, I think we should be in there. I don't know, because I want to fucking be in there, bro. Let's play off hockey. It's cool. I want to get I think in there. That, I take that as seriously as I did when P.K. Subban said that every team should just play. Yeah, okay, P.K. <laughs> okay, yeah. buddy. Guy on Devils thinks Devils should be on playoffs. <laughs> what are you going to tell me next? The Red Wings should be in? <laughs> I just liked <laughs> I just liked how also today I went on Angel.com, not to brag, uh, and I saw an article about uh, it started with uh, Panarin should be in the running for MVP comma Quinn says and it's like all right so his his coach is saying he should be the MVP of the league what a fucking earth shattering somebody alert everybody that this is David Quinn's opinion I was like Artemi, the Artemi Panarin's mom comes out and says you know my son should be the MVP he was the best dang, best dang player <laughs> I just love how the rate like all these Rangers are like you know what I do deserve that trophy. Like, that's all they're... Co- it's like, you know, I'm waiting for, like, Brendan Lemieux to be like, uh, I think we should get the cup, even if we don't play again this year. And then, like, some fucking writer's going to be like, you know what? The Rangers weren't that bad on offense. And, like, they'll run with it. So I'm excited for all these stories to start panning out. Fucking Artemi yeah. Panera, man. Good old Art. Thinking uh, the Rangers <laughs> should be there, because why not? Uh, RDP. RDP. <laughs> Already don't call me Lang. Uh, injury updates, because this is very relevant for the timeline of the fire season and the NHL season. Uh, this is from Adam Kimmelman. I'm, I'm sure the Flyers had their own. Yeah, yeah, the Flyers put out these injuries. But uh, Phil Myers has cleared the player from his uh, right patella fracture, which he suffered right before uh, the pause. JVR's uh, broken right index finger has full range of motion now, and he's expected to be cleared in one to two weeks. Again, not really too worried about the timeline. Sam Marin is progressing from his right ACL surgery and is expected to be clear for the start of the 2020-21 season. Uh, unless, well, uh, Nate Thompson is cleared to play. And then last but not least, Nolan Patrick continues to work out daily and has not been cleared for contact yet. So those are some injury updates. All those sound about right. Those, I don't even know if we really need those updates, but that is what the team provided. Some nice words for us to talk about. On one of the two podcasts we do daily or weekly about this show. So that is some swell news. Yeah. So do you think I mean Phil Myers and I think JVR are definitely playing games for the Flyers next season. Do you think any of the other three are? Let's see. What's our rundown? Uh, I don't and think Thompson's I think Thompson's gone. Marin, that's I think he does. I don't know. Maybe. I think they give him a couple more games to see what, just what the hell. I'm excited for Samarin to be 50 years old and finally cracking his way through that. Let's see what he's got. (laughs) Uh, I think Nolan Patrick's back next year, but that's just me being extremely optimistic. I think he will play next season, which is like a huge, it's not really like a shock statement or anything, but I I think he does play at some point because it did seem like he was making some kind of progress, even though there was no timeline for return and there's really no way to go about this uh, with confidence, I guess, because it's just a day-by-day thing. But uh, I don't know. I feel like he, if he doesn't play in 2020-21, I mean, 
I, I think he's just got to move on from hockey. But that's a long way away. And, uh, yeah, and I think JVR has got to be here. I don't think he's getting traded this offseason. <laughs> but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, uh, let's talk about some old Flyers and some Flyers who didn't play for the Flyers this year. Uh, Christopher Stieg is retiring. Christopher Stieg. Finally done. Chewing on that mouthpiece. Done playing all the, all the hockey around the world. 358 points and 649 NHL games. 149 goals, 209 assists. 11 points in 27 games for the Flyers during the 2010-2011 regular season. Also had 48 points in 93 playoff games. Six of those came with the Flyers, one of which was a goal. Ironically, his only goal in the 2011 postseason was the Flyers' last goal of that postseason, meaning that Chris Prestige scored the last goal of the Richards Carter era, which I did not really think about or realize until right now, which is why we're talking about Chris Prestige. Uh, Chris Prestige also was traded to the Flyers in February of 2011 for a 2011 first, who ended up being Stuart Percy. At defenseman for the Leafs that wasn't that good uh, with the 25th pick and then uh, 25th pick and then 2011 third Josh Lavo who is now with the Canucks had a pretty decent season with the Canucks and then the Flyers trade for Stieg to Florida on July 1st 2011 for a 2012 second which they then traded to Tampa in the Kubina deal and as soon then, as they could trade him away as soon as they could <laughs> and uh, 2013 third which gave the Flyers the 78th overall pick in 2012, which they then used on Shane Gossespierre. So there you go. But let's talk about that Pavel Kubina trade real quick. <laughs> Pavel Kubina to the Flyers for John Kalinske, a 2012 second, which ended up being Hart, and then a 2013 fourth, which came Tobias Lindbergh for 22 games in 2012 of Pavel Kubina. 22 total games, so regular season and postseason. So kind of a pretty good trade. It's a good trade yeah, for everybody yeah. all around there. Yeah, I can't. Can't complain too much about that. Um, Christopher Stieg, man, it's, I know we've said it before, but it can never be stated enough just how ridiculous. Like, I thought, well, that's a fine pickup. And that guy, I don't know what it was, but he just could not click with this team. He just could not yeah. click it any way, shape, or form. Yeah. I mean, he really, I was trying to think of memorable plays he had here. And all I remember was him. Chewing on that mouthpiece, and also his, uh, he set up the Leno OT goal in the playoffs. And I, th- I think that was the only real memorable thing he did while he was here. I mean, he was a part of a, a couple Hawks Cubs teams, I believe, a couple of them. Uh, but and I, I saw the appeal of it, but yeah, he just had a lot. I was looking at his career. He played for, um, where are all the teams? But he played for the um, Flames, Hawks, Leafs, and. Um, uh, Panthers and like a bunch of those teams, he only played. He played less than a season with, so that means that he just it wasn't finding chemistry in a lot of places, I guess. And he just fit in with the Hawks back then, which uh, makes sense. But yeah, it was a really big, uh, big nothing player, pretty much when he was here. And uh, Flyers gave up a lot for him, but at least they got something of value for him, something that's on the roster right now. But uh, but yeah, that's uh, that was Christopher Fustique. Also. Spent the last two years kicking around in the um, over in Europe. 2018-19, he played in the KHL and then also played in the SHL. And then this past season, he came back. I think he went out as a captain of the Rockford Icehawks, the Blackhawks uh, AHL team. And then he also played three games with HK Nitra in Slovakia's Tip Sport Extra Liga. So there you go. That's yeah. one former flyer. Another one I think is a little more interesting, or at least it is to, uh, to me here, Steve. Uh, MDZ, apparently. I've seen MDZ reference at least three times this week. Michael Dozato, who I know technically <laughs> really? played in the NHL this year. But, yeah, like why? I don't know how. He was in 31 Thoughts. Um, or at least, uh, yeah, this is uh, Elliot Freeman's 31 Thoughts this week. Uh, he's 15. Back in 2012-13 lockout, Michael Dozato worked as a grocery bagger for a friend's supermarket. Did anyone recognize him? Quote, a couple of people looked at me, but I don't think they could believe it. He laughed. He was considering doing it again. Maybe helping prepare curbside pickup at Greco's, uh, Greco's, north of Toronto. Uh, but NHL quarantine rules may prevent that. Gotcha. And then, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sixteen Delzato is not hurting for things to do. He's hosting fitness classes on Zoom. Uh, I hate cardio, he says. So it's good that he's doing these classes. I need competition. This gives me a goal with people. Uh, he's taking online courses in global financial markets and learning to speak Italian. Surprised he didn't know how. Uh, if you grew up in the Toronto area and knew Italian families, 
He saw many grandparents who came from the old country, passed down the language through the generations. Uh, yeah, that's a fumble about me. Delzato laughed. I know the swear words. That's about it. Uh, and apparently, he's also been working on his culinary skills. So MD, MDZ is using this time uh, fairly well, it sounds like. And it, it looks like he intends to use it fairly well if he's going to help out some local uh, some local businesses. But And you said he's DJing? That's yeah. what it says here? Too. So that was the other thing. So I saw that. So I all guess... this on top of DMing porn stars. Uh, on top of DMing porn stars. And also, apparently, this is via uh, Carlo Koliakovo's Twitter. So we're getting a lot of, if you guys forgot some flyers, we're helping you out this week. So Coley yeah, Agamo. This is former flyer. It's not heaven, but it may be purgatory. Purgatory. I think purgatory. I wouldn't, yeah. I mean, whenever you're talking about Coley Agamo and MDZ and uh, Christopher Stieg, I don't think, I really want to call that heaven. I, I'd say that's, you know, I'd like to get out of here. But um, so Coley uh, tweet is, uh, tomorrow and every Wednesday at 8.30, DJ MDZ with his... <laughs> he he messed us up grammatically. Uh, we'll we'll DJ be joining, MTC. We'll be joining at first up ten fifty. Be sure to tune in. And then he has a picture of the MDZ uh, doing his work, spinning the records with the hashtag Quarantunes, which I think we need to incorporate more. So whenever you think of a good song, hashtag Quarantunes. Hashtag Quarantunes. Hashtag. This is uh, regardless of the sport I play in, my own sport. <laughs> Yeah, look, uh, we're in sports, so we can talk about this. I mentioned, I did mention the 2018 WNBA postseason, so we're in sports. We're talking about it. Uh, but that's uh, that. That is that. Anyway, I got the full. Yeah. I got the full hashtag here. It's just my thoughts coming from a sports junkie. It's <laughs> my own sport I play. Yeah, that's a good. T- I was gonna say though, I wanted to add ones. I mean. Hashtag quarantines. I think the first one should be that new Pearl Jam song. Super Wolf, uh, Super Wolf Blood Move. That's what it is, right? Yeah, Super Wolf Blood Move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's a pretty good song. Can you, uh, can you sing it for me? Super a Wolf Blood Move! There you go. So I got that one in there. All right. And that, uh, was, that, was, that wasn't James Hetfield. That was Eddie Vedder. That was Eddie Vedder, yeah. You Not do. Your James Hetfield sounds just like Eddie Vedder. I wish yeah, it yeah. would. See, Eddie Vedder, right whoa, there. Whoa. <laughs> We might have to do this for an hour at some point. We, this might be a May app coming up here. It's just you and I doing Headfield and uh, Vetter back Headfield and forth. versus Vetter. That's... <laughs> uh, and then uh, moving on to another subject, because this is what we do here. Uh, the best player is not to win a cup. porn stars more? What's that? Can we talk about DMing porn stars more? Uh, yeah. Who you got? What's, who you been DMing? <laughs> I, I don't know. You share your list first. I'll share mine second. And then we'll go from there. <laughs> The uh, grossest that's, thing. That's still that is still one of the most bizarre stories. I think it's yeah. porn star. I think it's still the. I think it's one of the most viewed articles on BSH. <laughs> that like the updating everybody that some points are called out. Michael does. Uh, I, I found the story. I found the story, which my Google history is completely ruined by <laughs> by googling MDZ porn star. <laughs> Porn star Lisa Ann calls out former Rangers defenseman Michael Delzato on Twitter. I like how it was former Rangers defenseman even though. Oh, it was like the New York Post or something? Yeah, it was the New York Post. Oh, okay, I gotcha. I, I, actually, I need to read like a little bit of this article because this yeah, I gotcha. is, this isn't quite it's taken the... to the beats, but this is, you know, this is a good time. <laughs> this is a good time. Michael Delzato plays hockey, but one porn star says he spends more time playing the field. Uh-oh. Sunday morning... Adult film star Lisa Ann called out the Philadelphia Flyers defenseman to her 750,000 Twitter followers, complaining of Delzato's constant pestering of Ann via text for her to arrange dates and rendezvous with other women. Oh, man. Yeah. Yep, MDZ, baby. He was definitely a flyer. Uh, He was here, and, uh, yeah, That's, uh, that's all I got. I'm trying to think of other random uh, or like highlights that MDZ had here, and uh, I'm kind of blanking on them. So <laughs> strange. Most guys want to date me, not use me to find other dates. But okay, I've been asked. <laughs> I have asked him for two years to stop, and continued. He would say, "Don't get mad. Been so busy with the season, I haven't been out at all. Any chance you met a sweetheart for me to actually hang out with?" 
Oh, MTZ. Christ, yeah. This is a... I really wanted to revisit this, because I I remember this story from (laughs) years back, but I I don't think it could be stated enough. Of all the bizarre Philadelphia Flyer stories we've had, MDZ getting called out by a porn star for DMing her about finding him dates has to be one of the most bizarre it's, ones. It's up there. I mean, yeah. Just for almost every reason you can imagine. It makes it a fucking fascinating event. <laughs> what a time to be MDZ, alive. MDZ, what a time to be alive. I think it's more surprising he played this year, in my opinion. He seems like the type of guy that would slide into the DMs of a porn star. So for him to actually be paid for hockey in 2020, I think, to me, is more crazy but that's one man's opinion you want to talk about the best flyers teams that didn't want to cup <laughs> that seems to be right in line with where we're going yeah let's let's switch from porn stars to the best flyers teams to not win a cup so this is because we wrote uh this week at sp nation every site wrote about the best uh teams and f- their franchises history to not win at all sadly we have a lot of options Plenty of options. Uh, enough that we were able to go over like a laundry list of them with uh, Flyers fans yesterday on Twitter. But the three, uh, the couple ones we ended up doing uh, were so so far. We did uh, 97, uh, 2004, and 2010. I did uh, 2004, right about 2004. And obviously all those teams were pretty close. And I think we've, I mean, we've talked about those teams a decent amount too. And also if you don't know that much about the 2004 team uh go read about it but also i wanted to point out uh, a lot of people tweet at me about some other teams that didn't win i was gonna no. say 2004 was close but there's another team that i thought was closer than that and i think you might have a case with that and that would be uh 2000 yeah yeah i mean that was again they were only one wood away from the cup and then pretty much everything went to hell i had somebody tell me recently like during the season that that the ending to that season was literally why they stopped watching hockey (laughs) because they were so devastated over the Lindros injury yeah that was absolutely heartbreaking it was so terrible I mean it was they blew that series and then that was the end of Lindros's yeah time as a flyer which was I mean for me that was uh I Lindros was the reason I got into hockey. So when that happened, I was pretty much devastated and uh, started to hate Lindros. There you go. Oh, yeah. No, there was the was, was whole pushback for a while. Let's chronologically go through, though. We can talk a little bit more about that that whole thing. Yeah. Um, oh, wait. Did you want to do that or the other teams? You want to talk about like the whole... That's what I meant. Let's talk about the other teams. Yeah, yeah, okay. We can, can kind of transition. The other ones I was... Uh, or I... I put out here as other teams that we could have talked about. Uh, and we really didn't mainly just because Stephen and I are kind of the older people at the site. And I was in first grade when that 97 cup team happened. So I don't know if our, like our site may not be as inclined to write about the 1976 flyers compared to the 2010 flyers. Like, you know, the thing about that though, Craig is what else is there to write about? That's true. I'm gonna have to dig right. up I'm all calling these everybody out right now. I'm calling the entire <laughs> blog out right here. Write about this because you got nothing else to do. There's books on these topics that you can go read. Yeah. Yeah, youngsters. I'm enjoying the call snappers. out. I'm enjoying the call out of writing. I'm enjoying that. Uh, so 1976, uh, they got swept by the Canadians, but they had just won. I feel like this team maybe deserved a little more uh, of the best team that never won because again they won back-to-back cups the two years before that and this canadians team was loaded because when they won in 76 they then won three straight after that they lost to a powerhouse which would become a common theme for this flyers team yeah unfortunately yeah for the flyers in general i think that's the story of the flyers post 1976 is just running into powerhouses yeah and honestly you can say that about the eagles too uh but uh but yeah and 76 too looking back at it and uh friend of the show jay baraldi i think is is that talked about how perrant kind of fell off a cliff in that 76 postseason and how also rick mcleish was injured so that kind of played a hand because those were two pretty important figures on that team but still i think that that has a fair shot at being like the best team that didn't win 1980 35 game unbeaten streak uh no argument about how terrible of a call Leon Stickle had uh, in the final game of the 1980 Stanley Cup final. 
And then also, uh, like Steve just said, that was the start of the Islanders winning four straight in 1980. So again, the Flyers ran into the business end of a fucking hockey dynasty, and uh, that's how they ended up not winning a cup that year. Uh, 1985, I just remember they that was uh, Lindbergh went was had a really good year, and then they lost in five games to the Oilers. To Gretzky's Oilers. To Gretzky and Messier and that whole fight. Yeah, Fuhrer, every fucking guy that was on that team, Oilers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then two years later, lost in seven games to the same Oilers. Uh, and they were the only team uh, to take the Oilers to seven games in the Stanley Cup final. And when you're talking about those Oilers in the 80s, they went to they won five cups and went to another cup in an eight-year span. And the Flyers were the only one to take them to seven games. And you want to also talk about the fact that Ron Hextall, in his rookie campaign, who actually was phenomenal. Well, was and, a big reason they were there. Well, and also the fact that he he won MVP. Yeah. Oh, yeah, losing. despite losing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also, I think Gretzky said that Hextall was the best goalie ever played. And I believe that was because of that postseason. Uh, that is... I'll have to look that up. No, that, I, that's a quote. That That's definitely... Yeah, and that's why. Yeah, so uh, so that was eighty-seven. He won the he won the, fu- he won the fucking Vesna as a rookie, and uh, Conn Smythe and, and he the won team. the Conn Smythe when they lost. Which I, I would say that's a, a huge argument for being best team that didn't win it because hey, yeah. that that fact alone. Yeah, I mean that, and also what was it seventy-six? Uh, I believe seventy-six. Reggie Leach won the Conn Smythe in the year that the Flyers lost it. Yep. So that was another one, yeah. Um, but I think 87, to me, out of the teams are slightly I'm right about. I think 87 might have the best case. Because that those Oilers, that Oilers dynasty was fucking absurd. And I don't think only anybody's going to touch that dynasty for a while. And the Flyers were one win away. And it was a, I think they were on the road that game, too. So they were playing in Edmonton. And I think they were down 3-1 to one in the series, too, if I remember correctly. So that was a whole... That team was good, and I think that they didn't run into... And no Tim Kerr. No Tim Kerr. Yeah, it's a big thing, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Jay Brawley treated that Emmy, too. So, uh, 95 was another one I put out there. That was the first playoff run the team had with Lindros. They lost in six games to the Devils. Claude Lemieux. Claude Lemieux. Yeah. It was scored with, like, I don't I remember how much time was up, but not a ton in that final game, in game six. And then they went on to beat the Red Wings to start their mini uh, dynasty of uh, three and eight years or whatever, three and nine years. Um, and then 2000, fucking painful. And we don't want to talk about it again. And then also the other one you threw out there last week when we were talking about it, uh, 2011. I think 2011 was a, is a pretty good argument for another team that could have, you know, they may be the best team in franchise history because they did have 2010. And then they added some talent and looked stronger during the regular season and then just crashed to earth at the wrong time. Yeah, they, they basically just finished the season. Like, they had a, an amazing start to the season. They were killing it. And that second half was just, it was no bueno. Yeah, and the, the whole thing, too, was I'm pretty sure they were, yeah, they had the the absolute blazing start. Got out to first in the, first in the conference, and they were at the top of the conference for most of the season. And then they had such a big enough advantage on the conference that they afforded to stumble from like February on and still only ended up second in the conference. So they could have, they should have won the conference that year, maybe the president's trophy and they still end up second. And then just that team, I, this, that team is the only one on this list too. I think that didn't reach the Eastern conference final at least, but they did lose the eventual Stanley cup champion. And um, I mean, we knew that the talent was there. And that was the, I mean, you're talking about Richards, Carter, Drew. JVR. JVR, Bear, Hartnell. Still on that team with Bob. And Keeman and Cobra on defense with uh, Pronger when he was healthy. Like it was, that, guy, that could have been something. I think that could have, there's an argument there. I don't think it would be the closest game, but still. Um, so out of these teams, like which one do you, you're laying in 2000. 2000 well, was fucking painful. Honestly, now I think about it, I mean, 87 might be the best of the bunch to not win. I think so. Yeah, but uh, I mean... It might go It might go 87, 76, 2000, in my opinion. Uh, 2000, man, that was a good freaking team. Like, I mean, they were. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing about the 2000 team at the end of the day, it's, 
the loss of the way it ends with Stevens, noted war criminal Scott Stevens, concussing Eric Lindros with a, a filthy, filthy goddamn hit. Uh, it's the, you know, it can't be stated enough how devastating that moment was for every Flyers fan of pretty much our age. And, yeah. you know, it's it's still devastating. But that's that's the best chance that team had. They should have won that series. They should have advanced the cup. And they wouldn't have had to face... Because when they faced the Red Wings in 97, the Red Wings were friggin' amazing. Yeah. And yeah, that was the start of the Red Wings dynasty, and they were, I mean, they were loaded. They were the best team in the 90s and 2000s, yeah. Yeah, they were yeah. unbelievable, but they would have actually had a chance in 2000 to win the Cup. Yeah, because they would have played the Stars, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and they, then, they would have had a much better chance against the Stars, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. And, uh... But I guess it just wasn't just wasn't at the bay. I just think of that. Yeah, that Lindros hit was uh, was a real ball breaker back in the day. It still sucks today, but just uh, back then, I mean, that was uh, that was pretty rough. And then pretty there much. were so many people that just kind of justified it as like, well, you know, that's the game. Should have kept his head. That's my favorite. Should have kept his head up. Yeah. That oh, was... maybe Scott Stevens shouldn't have thrown his. Uh fucking shoulder in <laughs> was, his fucking head like an asshole yeah that was the game back then it just was fucking terrible and it was still a bad like they, scott stevens wouldn't have survived today because of the that hit was late too he yeah. had so many all all of his, a bunch of his notable hits are just late that's how he's catching these guys like you know it's you always call guys sleeping it's like yeah well after you pass the puck and wait two seconds usually those guys aren't expected to get laid out you it's know? A, an illegal hit Feel like I could run. I feel like I could run around and do some damage if I could lay people out two seconds later when they're not ready for it. <laughs> so I not can't to, yeah. that Ty Domi was the one that came out and called him out on that, and I had to agree with Ty Domi. <laughs> it still sickens me. Yeah, it couldn't have been literally anybody else that we had no connection to. It'd be somebody else that we hate almost as much. <laughs> Fucking Ty Domi. Like the only other person that could have said it that it would make me feel just as dirty Barnaby. about agreeing. But yeah, Barnaby or Casparitis. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I got. There were some That's, scumbags um, in the game in the late nineties. Yeah, I don't even know why the nineties were like douchebags that weren't on the Flyers, and then just no scoring. Like all it was was obnoxiously good goalies, defensive systems, and then like the league was Clutching filled with Barbies and Domies. Yeah, it was so goddamn. And uh, and then also on top of that, we had the not the nineties, but just after that, we had the Lindros thing happening. So I don't, why why are we still Flyers fans? Like what what are we doing? I don't know. <laughs> like why? <laughs> It's a great Why? question. Why are we still? Why? Why? Uh, okay. uh, well, speaking of that, and maybe the most fitting transition to this uh, this segment ever. Uh, here's another Love Is Blind update. <laughs> speaking of why we're still fans of the Flyers. Uh, so here it is. I'm gonna take a swig of water real quick so I don't uh, fuck up all these words. Give me a second. Yeah, Craig's gonna take some water. And uh, fans of the batch update, we got Craig's brother Ian to. Give us some Love is Blind updates. Love is Blind, uh, an obnoxious dating show from Netflix. And Craig and I don't have the time nor uh, patience to watch such programming, but <laughs> we will talk about it secondhand. Oh, I don't know if Ian has the patience, but he's... Uh, he's, he's yeah, the, these, Andrew, these have been some feisty updates from Ian. Like, <laughs> there was always a love and care to the batch update that I really appreciated, like an appreciation. And yeah. these are just like, what the fuck are you making me do? God damn it! By the way, I do want to say uh, to, uh, Wednesday was Ian's birthday, the fifteenth. So uh, feel free to add him. You guys all follow him and know his at. So uh, go ahead and give him a late uh, happy birthday now. Happy uh, birthday, Ian! Love is blind. Up- okay, so here it is. Love is blind update. Hash- er, hashtag. Uh, quote, all the engaged couples meet each other, and then Netflix sends them all to their own private suite somewhere in Mexico. They like said in a Mexico. Yeah, that's that typo. Yeah, <laughs> in a Mexico. <laughs> Doctor Fauci. They set up multiple meetups between the couples so everyone can see who they were talking to in the pods. So that's a uh, that's a setup blurb. Not too much is going on there. But second one, quote: Diamond and Carlton's Diamond and Carlton. Excuse me. That is a fucking relationship name right there. Diamond that, and Carlton's. <laughs> that's either that's either an intersection. In the city somewhere, <laughs> that's uh, 
that's a 1920s comedy duo. I was going to say, that was the that was the, teen, the comedy duo that was on the radio after Abbott and Costello. It was fucking Diamond and uh, Diamond and Carlton. They were the could be, could be a, a pitching matchup. <laughs> Diamond and Carlton take the mound today in Wrigley. Steve Carlton against Diamond Dave Johnson. <laughs> Diamond Dave Johnson with his, his signature crotch thrust after striking guys out. <laughs> Uh, uh, wait, wait, let me get. To, I gotta get back to that. Let me do the update. All right, Diamond and Carlton. Diamond and Carlton just was <laughs> yeah, too stunning to. to Diamond and Carlton's relationship <laughs> blows up pretty instantaneously. Well, uh, there we go. The one couple I was rooting for immediately had my dreams gashed two seconds later. So instantaneously, Carlton tells Diamond about his sexual history, having relationships with both men and women, and they both handle it poorly. <laughs> he throws. I'm sorry, I'm just liking Ian. They no. handled it. They, yeah, they, they really fucking botched this. Uh, he throws a baseball cap at one point, pretty far, apparently <laughs> pretty far actually for a baseball hat, like 25 yards. That's impressive. <laughs> baseball hats are very, yeah. That's, 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 they're hard to throw, especially if it's like a snapback. Yeah, there's not a lot of it, it's. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of airflow through that sucker. Now, and obviously, and you're, if you're throwing it when you're angry, you're not doing the frisbee flow. Like when you're angry, though, you don't do that. That's a hammer throw. Like they're throwing it over top. Given the current style of wearing hats with the flat brim, like that's this is throw it like a frisbee. It's it's not like you yeah. know, we get the the proper you know the old old school curve on the baseball hat. Yeah, I, I'm I... 55 years old, so I insist on <laughs> wearing my hat like that. Still, these youngsters with their flat brims, I just can't do it, guys. I'm no, sorry. The flat brim, you you bring up a good point. If there was ever an era to throw your hat like a frisbee, it would be now because all the kids are rocking them with the flat brims. Again, however, I want to emphasize, if he was pissed off, I don't think he took the time to line up a frisbee throw. I'm thinking he chucked it like a baseball, which in that case makes it even more impressive. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, bad. yeah, that's a that's pretty good heave. Uh, so, and parenthesis, still on the same thought. Uh, she throws her drink in his face, parenthesis, looks like Dr. Pepper, and, and parenthesis, and they call each other bad names before calling it off. El Caliente, my amigos. So there you go. That is, you can't say that. that. You, I, I have to say that legally. Yeah, you can't. I've got the Puerto Rican in me to, to say that. So yeah, okay. El Caliente, my amigos. That oh, yeah, I cannot. Yeah, I absolutely cannot. Yeah. You, you, uh, can't, you, you can't get the El Caliente. You I'm can't way right. too. Way too hail and Irish to say any of that. So next, <laughs> uh, all the other couples smash, screw, jam, nasties, boink, do the coitus, open the pickle jar, slam, etc. Mark and Jessica hold I'm off. Have to do a dramatic reading of that after you're done. <laughs> I mean, you want that, that's the end of the sentence. You want to get in there now? All the other couples smash, screw, jam, nasties, boink, do the coitus, open the pickle jar, slam. Etc. 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 Or should I do it like Doc Emmerich? <laughs> may as well, I mean, may as well. We got to fill time here. All the other couples smash, screw, jam nasties, boink, do the coitus, open the pickle jar, slam, etc. <laughs> do the Down to you, coitus. Pierre. Oh, <laughs> uh, Doc, I've been known to jam nasties here. And there. <laughs> okay, all right, <laughs> all right, let's reel it up. So Mark and Jessica hold off because Jess is freaked out about finally seeing the guy. Uh, he doesn't look like dude she usually goes for. But isn't that kind of the Maybe point, Jess? Uh, Jess also flirts with Barnett at a few of the couple's meetups. Barnett is not interested. Arkansas Fred. Oh, oh yeah, Arkansas Fred. That's right. Yeah, we did. We, we did talk about that guy last week. Um, yeah. uh, last blurb here. In addition to watching Love Is Blind, <laughs> so this is Ian. Remember. I've watched I've watched almost all six seasons of The Sopranos. The Sopranos is way better than Love is Blind. My fave Sopranos episode is the one where those big mouth Billy Bass singing fish things keep popping up. Tony hates them, but everyone else on the show loves them. Along with Borat, they were one of the most hilarious things of the early 2000s, no question. And parenthesis, <laughs> or end uh, quotation, uh, that is that... That is the Love is Blind update. So I, Now I want a Sopranos updates. You're, I really... You're hearing I, me. Got, I, I want a season-by-season season <laughs> Sopranos update. <laughs> I do remember when Tony hated those Billy Basses, and Billy Basses were terrible. My dad loved them. I fucking hate... Why? I think only dads like them. Only America. dads like that them. Was except, the for Tony Soprano, except for Tony dad. Soprano. America's <laughs> dad. The logical dad voice of this country. <laughs> Tony this Soprano. Is, 
this is definitely like if you haven't seen the Sopranos, this is definitely the time to to go and and watch this. Well, yeah, I'm, I want to do that. Uh, yeah, that's what I was telling you before. Show I gotta do that and do the wire because if there was ever time for me to knock those two off, it would be now. So, oh yeah, the, I mean, I gotta... the wire's the wire. Everybody, everybody knows the wire's great. It's yeah. time to find that out for real. <laughs> for real, for real, for real. Um, I've been rewatching. So I've I've done my watches. I, I rewatched The Sopranos. I want to say three or four years back, and I did a full watch of The Wire pretty recently, but not recently enough that I couldn't do one now. Uh, yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> I I've been watching. This I have to admit this. I've been watching maybe a show that I shouldn't even admit to watching on this program, but I've been rewatching fucking Oz. <laughs> and by rewatch, I mean I caught a couple episodes back in the day, and I remember it being ridiculous. It's yeah, man, it is still ridiculous, still insane. Like it's still... fucking bonkers. Every like the the guest stars are ridiculous. I saw Peter Dinklage get thrown off a roof in a flashback. Oh, that's literally all he shows up for is this like thirty second flashback <laughs> where a guy throws him off a roof. That's how the I guy just... got into jail. I'm sorry. I just like the idea of Peter Dinklage's agent calling him. He's like, yeah, they're gonna throw you off a roof. Don't. It's gonna be like a whole flashback thing. You want it? What's the deal? <laughs> It's not live. Like they're gonna, it's, you're not, you're a thought. You're gonna die in a thought. Do you want to do it? What's up? You're gonna do it. Make note. I am not in any way, shape, or form recommending you watch Oz because <laughs> it is shit happens on that show, and it is not. I just, yeah. I but don't it is like that. it's so over the top sometimes, and like a guy, a guy chipped away at a wall until he could smash his fist through the wall. And choke a guy to death. That's that's some pretty calculated shit. That, that sounds like a very shit. intense show. While that guy was painting a mural of himself on the other side of the wall. <laughs> How many seasons of Oz were there? It just doesn't stop. There's no way to tell. It just it just say. keeps going. I've had it on in the background, and it's right now during this podcast. Yeah, right now during this podcast. No, I don't have it on during this podcast <laughs> right now. But it's it's very upsetting at all times. But sometimes it's ridiculously over the top in uh in, in funny in very funny ways to me but yeah. it's uh I, it, it is not for uh most humans but the sopranos however is great and it is for the most sopranos. The, the sopranos like the sopranos and the wire i know i need to i need to watch because they're pretty much like they're they're just staples of like tv i don't know but like yeah. the oz was i remember hearing the oz growing up and being like man that show sounds fucking intense and also never being able to watch a single episode. <laughs> so I can I can imagine the Oz is a pretty uh pretty ridiculous. The Oz, it's just Oz. Oz, Oz, Oz. The Oz was a fucking uh was that musical like back in the eighties, wasn't the it? The Wiz? The Wiz is what I'm thinking of, yeah. Well so Oz always reminds me of uh there was a, a good arrested development joke where uh George Michael, Michael Sarah's character, uh when he was a child had put on Oz by accident thinking it was the Wizard of Oz and it's got him like Wearing a tin man hat and like crying. <laughs> That's another fucking show I need to go rewatch too, or watch all of. I watched like a couple seasons of it, but yeah, I, I, I mean, the unfortunately the later seasons aren't that good, but the first three seasons of Rust Development are wow, wonderful. Um, the only other Oz thing I wanted to mention was there was a good SNL sketch when that show was active, with uh, it was Seinfeld goes to Oz. <laughs> All right. Uh, it writes itself. <laughs> that does sound, yeah, it does pretty good. I enjoyed that one, but yeah, it's, whew. Uh, I have actually been watching, a show I've been watching recently is uh, Crashing on HBO. Where, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, you're telling me about that. Got that like Pete Holmes hanging out with uh, comedians and learning his way in the world and everything. It's it's really good. I've really enjoyed Crashing. Yeah, with a good old Dave Attell on there. David Tell shows up. Artie Lang's in it a lot. Artie Lang's still friend of the show. Artie Lang's still still kicking. Yeah, thank God he's still going. I mean, he uh, had a pretty rough rough patch there, so I don't know if it got any better for him. But uh, but uh, yeah. So there you go. Steve recommendations. Uh, current season of Better Call Saul is phenomenal. Best there season of Better Call Saul. You you keep going with the suggestions. I don't have anything. No, I, I am. I, I, we got to talk about something, right? 
Like, oh yeah, no, we don't. No, I'm serious. Yeah, no, Better yeah. Call. Yeah, Better. No, the, the the current Better Call Saul season is the best season of that show so far, and it's it's really great. I think there's only one season left after this, but it's the last episode. The tension in there was, uh it was it was great. All right, now I guess I gotta catch up. I don't know why. I should just I gotta start doing the Instacart and start doing this stuff during the day. Just catch up on all these shows. Stop making oh, money and, <laughs> yeah, and just, start watching yeah, TV. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, who cares? So just, yeah, yeah, fuck it. Uh, yeah. So that's uh, that's the update. That is what Steve is watching. I'm you got not... a Tiger King updates for everybody next week, Craig? Oh, I maybe. I mean, we'll I'll, I'll talk to Ian. <laughs> we'll see what Ian's got throwing if he wants to. I would love to hear Ian's Tiger King updates. It's. I don't. I don't think I buy. I don't quite like the hype over it is a bit much like i mean yeah i've seen white trash before yeah i mean it's just it's like every other you know but, but it, I, it does it is bizarre and it's definitely it is bizarre i think it's just i think everybody's also fucking blowing up right now because there's nothing else to talk about yeah because uh, that's pretty much that's pretty much it but it is the thing with him is i remember them like talk he'd like didn't he run for president in 2016 like i thought I, there was a whole thing with like john oliver where he did like an update and he was talking about like all these like like all the out of the ordinary people to like apply and he was like one of the people that was like making a campaign run. Oh, I, I don't remember not that, to look it up. Having watched so. about half of Tiger King, because I'm also not just like eating it up. Like I, I'm watching it and I, I am enjoying some of the bizarreness, but like it's it is a lot to take in. <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, I can imagine it's a lot to take in. Best part of it though is honestly my favorite part is his shitty music videos. This guy makes shitty music videos <laughs> whenever he wants, and they are hilariously bad. <laughs> Wait, who's he making the music videos for? Himself. Like for himself? Well he no. has like an internet channel like Joe Exotic TV oh, or something. Okay. Yeah. You we'll just have to watch this. That this weirdness and yeah i'll have to figure it out i'll have to get it it is not my top recommendation though catch up on better call saw it's my top that is my yeah there's actually something i i I need to do yeah because i started i went back and i started rewatching season four to figure out where where, like what's going on again i still haven't gotten through that so anyway uh around the league yeah let's uh around the league and take it home okay uh andre markoff uh, announced his retirement from hockey uh, this week. 572 points uh, in 990 games over 16 seasons with the Montreal Canadiens, all the Canadiens. Uh, 41, oh, wow. 41 uh, year old D man that last played in the NHL in 2016 17, spent uh, 2017 18, 18 19 with AK Bars Kazan in the KHL. And then this season he had seven points in 23 games with Lokomotiv Yaroslavl in um, the KHL. I like that you can pronounce locomotive Yaroslavl better than Dr. Anthony Fauci. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what, I don't know. It's the last name, that's why. If, yeah. Um, yeah, that's all it comes down to. So Andre Markov, man, he has to be one of Almost the most consequential long-term NHL players of all time. <laughs> I mean, he, yeah, uh, yeah. He was fine. Yeah, he, he was, was fine. always fine. Like, he's a guy, like, you, you turn on a game, you, you get the puck on the Canadians, you'd be like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I was going to go to bat for Markov for some reason, but then realizing, like, when I put this in the notes today, I was like, I thought he already retired. Like, I thought he was done playing hockey. So, yeah, you're right. He's probably just going to, like, he'll be a fun name to bring up in, like, three years. A couple yeah. years. Just to, uh, according Steve, to this player had 572 <laughs> points over 16 years for the Montreal Canadiens. And oh, there was it Danny Markov? <laughs> mm, close. Well, I was going to say, I think in 2015, uh, there were some rumors that he might be traded to the Flyers, or the Flyers might go after him. So, I remember that. Yeah, so there you go. So I'm sure you, w- I will ask you a question about him in about 16, 17 months. So just and uh, I will get it wrong. <laughs> According to Igor Oranko, uh Islanders goalie prospect Ilyas Rokin is expected to sign his ELC on April 30th, uh, 935 save percentage in 40 games with CSKA Moscow in the KHL mm-hmm. this season. Also worth mentioning, and I will mention every time, Sorokin was used with a pick the Islanders got from the Flyers in the McDonald deal. Uh, Colorado mm-hmm. first round pick. In wait, 20- wait, wait. I have one more comment. Go, uh, yeah. Igor Aranko, much better DJ name than DJ MDZ over there. <laughs> oh, DJ Aranko, come on. Or DJ Iraco, come on. 
Look, what do you think? Uh, what do you think Igor is cranking out on his hashtag quarantines? <laughs> do you think his beats are better than DJ MDZ? Oh yeah, for sure. It's like uh, it's that that song you always hear when people are doing that dance where they kick the leg out and their arms at the same time. And I, I just realized that DJ MDZ is too many letters. So all that makes all I want now is for NAK to become a DJ. And then you can call him DJ NAKGB. And then hopefully, like, hopefully we can just make some DJ name like 12 letters long. And we just sit there and remember like half. Yeah. That's my joke. Uh, <laughs> as for Trump pick of 2019, Alex Newhook won the Tim Taylor Award for the NCAA's best rookie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he had 42 points in 34 games for Boston College this season. Joel Farabee won this award last year with BU. And then also, Steve. Because I know you fucking love this dude, and I saw he won the first uh, Tim Taylor Award back in 2007. Uh, Andreas Nodal yes. scored 46 points in 40 games for at St. Uh, Cloud State back in 2007 to win the first rendition of this award. So there goes Steve Little Andreas Nodal action. We are hitting on flyer of all time. We are hitting on. I don't know what our quota is for mentioning random flyers of the past, but we are fucking good for the year after this episode. I think we got I mean, like. Should we just throw some names in there? Should we talk about the Dan line, Trent Clatt, Sean Pardine? <laughs> Danny LaCroix. Yeah, get them all out there. Yeah, let's uh, get them all out there. Sean right Burke. Now. Just wrote about Sean Burke, Ruslan Talk About some Garth Snow. Yeah, Garth Snow. Yeah, so there you go. We're good. We got them all. Let's talk about Jeff Hackett. <laughs> we should... <laughs> I, well, I don't want really, to really want to listen to you two right now. So no, no. Know that one. I'm always going to make that joke. He knows that. Thanks for listening, Jeff. Uh, forward Sammy Bly, Bly staying in St. Louis Blase. for two more years, 1.5 million a season. Uh, left-hand defenseman Curtis McDermott is staying with the Kings for two more years, 875k a, a year. By the way, this was the dude that uh, tried to lay out Provorov in LA this season. Had a big charge at Pro for like a zone and then completely whiffed on the hit, went through the Flyers benches, and then the, this was the guy that Ghost and Hag pushed back onto the ice. Do you remember that? Do you remember yeah, Ghost Play of the Year. Yeah. Yeah, Ghost Best Play of the Year. Yeah. And fittingly it didn't come on the ice. Yeah. So that was uh, that was the guy that they pushed back on the ice. Uh, right hand defenseman that Alexander. Said Curtis McDermott it is a great name. <laughs> it's it pretty McGur- good. <laughs> uh right hand defenseman Alexander Carrier uh, staying in Nashville three years seven hundred and thirty three K a season. Former Kings and Rangers head coach Tom Webster passed away at the age of seventy one this week. Uh, he was also the head coach of the New England Whalers, uh, who were the team that won the first championship in the WHA, the World Hockey Association, back in nineteen seventy three. Uh, Phyllis Snyder, Ed Snyder's sister, passed away on April 11th, uh, four years to the day of Ed's passing after losing her battle with cancer. That's crazy, Col- and that's, uh, that's yeah, unfortunate the timing. Yeah, well, I mean, unfortunate in general, but just uh, also having the timing's unusual. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, and then, unfortunately, also we talked about Colby Cave last week. He ended up losing um, his battle with the brain bleed he had, and he uh, passed on Saturday. He was only 25 years old. That's so sad. It's very sad. And again, seems like he was a very good guy. I mean, you know, and uh, it's just upsetting. There's really not much else to say about that. Um, And um, the last bit of news here is Bill Peters. uh, I mean, another newsworthy thing was Bill Peters got a new head coaching job. He is now the head coach of the KHL's Yekaterinburg Aftermobilist. I You're believe I got that. that right. I, that one, I got, again, not last name. So, uh, And then according to Spitting Chicklets, the Barstool, you guys know Spitting Chicklets, uh, uh, Rear Admiral, the guy on there, uh, said that Nigel Dawes, uh, former Ranger, uh, is also the team captain this year. Contract is, is, expires in two weeks. Said he's leaving the team after hearing the news of Peter's hiring. Uh, Dawes uh, was a black player. He was also, where did I put in the notes? He was the team, he was, Third all-time in points for the club for uh, Yekaterinburg Aftermobilist and also uh, have been the captain for the last two years, I believe. And apparently the club wanted to hire an import coach. Uh, Pavel Datsuk is on this team, uh, and he had Bill Peters as an assistant coach years ago. I guess he threw out his name there as an option. The team went after uh, 
Peters, hoping they could re-sign Datsuk, and I guess they were willing to part with Dawes. Whole fucking situation, but this is uh, Bill Peters getting back out there after he resigned in Ka- uh, from Calgary in November after the Akeem Alou incident came to light. So uh, Bill Peters back in the mix, and uh, hopefully that is the last time we have to hear about <laughs> I don't really care about Bill Peters. So. Yeah, the, the KHL will take anybody and... They will Whatever. take anybody. Yeah, they will absolutely take anybody. Um, so that's that. That is around the league. And uh, there you go. That's uh, that's everything. We've that's covered everything. everything. Yeah, We've covered everything. You don't need to talk cover. about anything this week, everybody. There couldn't everybody. possibly be anything else to cover. There's Not a thing. Let's just uh, do an analysis of, of Gritty's live Instagram videos every day right now. I- I yeah. talked to multiple people about that. The, the thing where he's bouncing the balls off the pots and pans today. That's a thing now. That's yeah. Swoop did it too. You know, all the mascots are doing it, except for the fake fanatic who uh, is dead to us and doesn't do anything. <laughs> Bring back the real fanatic. Fake, fake fanatic victim of circumstance. <laughs> the uh, I did see on uh, ESPN they had the uh, they started doing the the horse challenge, like the NBA horse challenge or whatever. Mm. Did you see that they were talking about that. Yeah, so that's the point we've gotten you see to. Sharing about this. You seen this? You heard about this? We're a month in, by the way, and they're already doing horse on TV. So the whole year without sports or concerts might be uh, might be a little rough. Just put everybody in North Dakota tournaments every day and <laughs> fuck it. Just fuck it. That's what you want to say when I'm talking about the coronavirus right now. Just fuck it. Just you know, it's whatever. It's whatever. I, it's I, whatever. I, I am. You know what? Dude, you know what's my favorite part is uh, FanDuel is just, like, losing their shit. Like, all the betting sites were doing great, and now they are just desperate to get people to bet on anything. Anything. Bet on these guys playing video games against each other. Bet on beer pong. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Literally anything. Bet on when the grocery delivery man is going to get to your house. That you mentioned that last time. I did really. I kind of forgot about that. Just like betting apps, they've got to be, yeah, they've got to be in hell right now. There's nothing. They should. I wish there was a way they could joke about like betting lines for old games. I mean, they can't do that. But just like going back and all the fucking shit they're showing on ESPN, like who's gonna win this game from 2004? We've had somebody randomly alter the ending <laughs> to this game. Oh God, yeah, that's all it's coming yeah. down to. Yeah. yeah. So let's wrap it up. Let's get out let's, of here. Let's wrap this shit I've up. I've got so, other things to do. AKA, do you? Lay around. Yeah, you're going to so go play NHL. You're going to go play threes I right now. I am not going to do any of that. I, you're you're going to yeah. play threes. I know it. I'm probably, if we're being honest, maybe. I mean, I'm probably going to pass out right now. <laughs> <laughs> or not pass out. I'm going to lay down and watch TV for a little bit. What would Diamond Dave Johnson say? Come on. Play some threes. I think this is what he would say. I think he would say play some threes. <laughs> play some all three. right, gang. That's all we got. If you have any feedback, the best place is on twitter.com.org.edu.ca. You can reach Craig at Sports Are Bad. And Craig, you handled what the uh 2003 Yeah. So uh Lightning team, unfortunately. Yep, made a bunch of points. Uh, only team out of that team, 97 and 20 team, to take the eventual cup winner to seven games. Also, Desjardins was hurt. They put Kapanen on defense. Their first two series wins were obnoxious, taking down the Devils and that loaded Leafs team. So uh, I thought they were a pretty good team. So I wrote about them. Uh, that is on the website. And then also two articles that I will get out next week. Uh, I went back. I wrote about like shooting percentages, the uh, luckiest and unluckiest shooters for the Flyers. Compared to the rest of like the unluckiest and luckiest years around the league from last year, I'm doing that again this year. And then also uh, back in 1970, hashtag 1975, uh, the Flyers beat the Islanders in a playoff series. But there is a certain reason for significance as to why I'm going to be writing about that next week. And I'm going to let you guys find out when you click on the article. So there you go. There's that. There Boom. you go. That's what I got. That's called selling your stuff. And now I'm done talking. Sell out. Yep, that's right. Hashtag sell out. Hashtag give me that money, baby. That's not a hashtag. <laughs> Don't pick that hashtag out. Craig loves real big fish. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> real big fish. You can hey, follow- I, I think a lot of people during this quarantine are saying to themselves, hey, I think I'll have myself another beer. All right, now I'm done talking. Well, listen, I, I'm going to lead the the Zoom hangout where we all just uh, do some, some ska skanking. 
on Friday. So <laughs> the Friday ska skank. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. I guess the Saturday ska skank is better for alliteration purposes. Sunday ska skank. Just horns going. You know, people, you got to work up a sweat somehow. Yeah. While you're under quarantine. No you, can, you can at me at Flyperbly on Twitter or at Estee Bomb, but make it Flyperbly for your hockey needs. Only thing I have to plug is we've been doing Flyperbly under quarantine earlier in the week. So if you've not been listening to that, please do. Uh, I've actually been having more fun doing that than I anticipated. I think it's been uh, really same. good. And this week we talked about our favorite Flyers goals. Uh, we've talked about the best jerseys in Flyers history. We've talked about the worst players of the past decade. Uh, any other topics I'm missing there, Craig? I Those were the most recent three or so. So, I mean, uh, yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. Oh, wow. Well, oh, wow. that's what we've been talking about. It's It's been good, though. We've uh, been going an hour plus talking about uh, just one Flyers topic, which is kind of phenomenal. We might have a guest star on the next one. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, we might. Might. We might. Yeah, we might. Yeah. But yeah, check that out. If not the next one, then and then coming up soon. We are something is in the works for that, and I'm looking forward to that. Should be a good time. Uh, do, do, do follow BSH Radio, follow Broad Street Hockey. Be sure to check out all the great podcast offerings that we have going on Broad Street Hockey right now. Just because there is no hockey to talk about doesn't mean we are not putting out Tangy Tent on Broad Street Hockey. We are damn sure doing that, folks. That's all we got. Until next time, in the words of the great Gene Hart, good night and good hockey. Oh, and please wash your hands. For the love of God, wash your hands. Hello, everybody. This is Fly Purbly. It is a podcast about hockey, mostly the Flyers, but also other hockey things, like other hockey teams that play the sport of hockey. Steve, but not Steve Hartnell and Craig, but not Craig Ruby. No, this isn't all those hockey guys. These are the guys who watch the hockey sport. Yeah!